Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And I'm Andrew. And we're here with Oliver from Death by Audio FX. Hey, how's it going? Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It yeah. is late where you are. Uh, yeah, some may say. Who knows? You know, midnight. That's New York. Late, whatever. You know, yeah, it's, this place still got hours before they go close, so we're all right. Yeah. Midnight in New York is, is different than midnight in Seattle. I, I think so. Yeah, almost everywhere, you know, they're kind of like, we're going to bed. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But, you know, that's okay. I used to stay up all the time until like maybe noon, but I don't do that anymore. You would stay up until noon and then you'd sleep until like eight? Maybe five. Five? All right. Yeah, all right. People would always be like, he's sleeping, wake him up, you know, so. <laughs> That's a very musician schedule. Yeah. Yeah. College kids and musicians, sounds like. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I was right there just to be hanging out with the college kids. Yeah, I remember that when I was in college, I, I said music business, and sometimes we'd have to go into the studio, and they were all working studios during the day, so everyone during the day is either classes or actual people who would book the studio, like real musicians. So then uh, if you were a student and you had to like go into the studio to record your project, it had to be like 9 p.m. or later. So 9 p.m. not too late. That goes till midnight. But then the 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 12 p.m. sessions. Were the places open all night long? Or I think they tried to close them around 3:30. Ah. Yeah. Boo. So not not too bad. Oh yeah! Come on, I'm just you're getting excited. I mean, this was in Nashville. <laughs> this was in Nashville. So nothing fun happening in Nashville. No, you know, it's only one pizza place that would deliver up till 4 a.m. And it, you, you got food poisoning every time you ate there. But if you're ordering pizza at the time when they're the only pizza place open, you, you do go. it. Yeah, you got to. Last time I was in Nashville, it was for a series of a, sorry, uh, last time I was in Nashville, it was for a series of a whole study shows after the last show. We all go back to the, the house and one of the guys, he just really wants a pizza. It's like two thirty in the morning. It's only that one pizza place open. I keep telling him, man, you're going to, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to barf later. You're going to get real sick. Yeah. I mean, you'll barf if you're lucky. That's if you're lucky. And he's like, oh, that's a risk yeah. I'm willing to take. And he messaged me later. He's like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> what did I do to myself? You are so right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. They have no competition though. So whatever they can serve cardboard covered in, rotten trash if they want to yeah yeah as long as it tastes half decent there you go and even if not whatever <laughs> capitalism yeah. yeah there you go there used to be a pizza place that was around the corner from me and the pizza seriously tasted like cardboard but mm. yeah the only place in the area so there you go might have been cardboard do they still do <laughs> the places still have like dollar slice nights or hours there's just dollar slice pizza places all over the place where it's just dollar slice all day, all night. And the pizza is incredible. It's yeah, like, I remember being uh, in New York and doing the dollar pizzas and the 75 cent bagels. Yeah, they have all that stuff, you know. Three dollars. I've definitely had, I've had some really sketchy slices of pizza in my lifetime. And, you know, you kind of like, you're staring at it like maybe it's cardboard or maybe it's Maybelline, which I know that just took a very very dark like cannibalistic <laughs> this is one of you guys advertisers already wow you guys that's pretty good 
Oh, I wear so much makeup. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not that kind of lady. I realized uh, that I might, I think Ansel Lukowski isn't always in her demos, but I think that she and I might be the only demo artists who have to, (laughs) who feel compelled to wear makeup in demos. You feel compelled or you don't feel compelled? Uh, It depends on the day. I'm about 50-50 on makeup. I have, I mean, I've I've been working from home for so long. I just kind of stopped wearing makeup and sometimes deodorant. You can, why not? Right. I can. It's Seattle. It's not that hot. Yeah. My husband doesn't care. My cat certainly doesn't care. Or maybe your cat does care. Cats do have sensitive noses. Yeah. I just figure cats probably think humans smell bad regardless. Or maybe they love it. I don't know. You know, our cats sometimes go digging through the trash and all sorts of stuff. So, you know, they like some weird smells. Their food is terrible smelling as well, too. So It is. Yeah. I mean, to us. I don't know. I yeah. about your cats. I want to hear more about the cats, though. So uh, we have two cats and um, this a cat named Nucka and Velvi. But also, uh, Heather, my girlfriend's brother, was in a motorcycle or like a scooter accident. And so now we have two other cats at our studio. So I'm the carer of four cats. And so wow. it's kind of like they, they kind of look alike, both sets of cats, too. So it's like it's kind of like wherever I go, there's a bunch of cats. It's pretty great. Nice. Oh, good cats. I hope they're good cats. They're pretty good, you know, whatever. They get into stuff and, you know, claw stuff they shouldn't and whatever. But, hey, that's what a cat's life is all about. Yeah, that's why I don't let her in in that room with the amplifiers without me also being in here. Oh, yeah. At least they're not the cats that, like, scratch the sides of records. Those are not good cats. Yeah, she's only scratched at the sofa a couple times. Then we got her a scratching post, which weirdly she only uses when you're also scratching her, like next to the scratching <laughs> post. That's funny. So it's like scratches are powered by scratches. It's it's one of her weirder and like, I don't know if it's annoying. It's just kind of like a thing. That's got to be some sort of like a cat intimidation thing. Like instead of like pissing on your bed, like asserting dominance, like, no, nah, I'm just going to scratch this post staring at you vigorously. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, like, next time this will be your face or something. Yes. Biting. She's only hissed at me once and I did deserve it. Well, that sounds like a pretty good cat. Yeah, she's actually great. Princess Carrie Fisher. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. She's so little. Sometimes I'll just look at her, especially if I've like had an edible, and I'll look at her and say, "You're just so small. You're just so little." <laughs> it just blows my mind how small she is. Yeah, there you go. One of our cats is ginormous, like a huge cat, and nice. so it's pretty. Uh, Define ginormous. Like, let's start with weight. I don't know how much a cat weighs. It's getting skinnier, and so maybe it used to weigh like eighteen pounds or something. Is that big? For Holy a cat? crap! That's that's fairly large. It's not the reason why fat I- at all. It's just giant. It's like right bigger than any other cat kind of cat. Reason like why, Percy, yeah, the reason why I ask is I've got one of my two cats is uh his name is Percy and he's okay. like eighteen to twenty pounds. He's just oh, yeah. huge. Which yeah. is great. And he's not fat. Other, he's not fat either. No, it's just rippling muscle. Yeah, which, it's all muscle. That's what I always say. 
people sometimes will say, but no, no, it's muscle. It's a strong cat too. It, it'll do that kind of thing where someone will be like, oh, this cat's not intimidating. And then it'll like take its claws and stick it into that person's face or something, you know? Right. <laughs> the starting dominance. Yeah. There's not a scratching post nearby. A face will do. No, for sure. Well, doesn't Percy is assert? Uh, is it her? It's Percy a he. is a he. Oh, Percy is a he. Oh yeah. Well, Percy. I feel like Percy sometimes uh, asserts his dominance by taking a dump right before you're set to record your podcast next to the litter box. Just oh. any time that I sit down at my desk because my desk is uh, like in the study area. It's right next to the laundry room okay. where the litter box is. And every time I sit down, within 20 minutes of sitting down at my desk, just a massive. Disgustingly uh, stinky dump. Yeah. Well, and that's how I know the coffee's ready. <laughs> that's like something, or is this just randomly right? I mean, who knows? It's very who's often, new? or it's not that often. Uh, I would say probably two to three days out of five days a week that I sit down at my desk. That is insane. Yeah, it seems pretty intentional, honestly. And I don't always sit down at my desk at the same time, so it's pretty intentional. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. Uh, I'm afraid of the litter box or something like that. Uh, maybe well, I just that need to. I need, you know, what I need to do? I need to pull the uh, the passive aggressive guitarist um, roommate move and just point a four by twelve at the litter box and just turn oh, there you everything go. out to eleven. Yeah. Exactly. The cat will run, although it'll probably just poop someplace else in its wealth. It'll probably like just actively sh as it walks. Or <laughs> oh, Andrew. <sighs> Fine. Yeah, you got to cut that one out, right? <laughs> With one of these guys. Oh, yeah. that's it okay. was at 9.56. Of, I, to hear that. Got, the thing is. The thing is, Andrew's the reason, like, he, he was more of the driving force behind, like, not having cuss words, because he's, you know, a little more family-friendly. And, and I'm and i like, yeah, I remember when my parents wouldn't let me listen to music that had cuss words in it, so I'm cool with that. I didn't even thought of it. But then he's the one who cusses on the podcast, and then I can so that. It happens about, I'm about half to maybe two-thirds of a cuss word on average per podcast. Half to two-thirds, yeah. You, you two are angels. My favorite was when was when we had Louise on, and I guess I'd forgotten to, from Dwarfcraft Devices on, and I oh. guess I kind of forgot like to, to mention the cuss word thing, and she starts cussing. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna cuss. <laughs> like I'm already editing like a lot of this. So. Why She's not? Right? Hey, that, yeah, totally. They're so sweet. Yeah. I heard Ben uh, is going to college or something, right? Yeah, and she's working at a, a great company now. Her dream job, basically. Where is she working? Uh, Bandcamp. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I had to pick up that last chance to get an Eau Claire Thunder. There you go. No regrets. No regrets. That's the fun pedal. Yeah, their stuff is so. I don't. I don't. They. I have a couple of their pedals, and they're all great. Like I love the Grazer so 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 much. So good. Oh yeah. Man, yeah. So now we're just like talking about other people's pedal companies. I'm sorry. Yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah, those are way better pedals, anyway. So that guy. Oh. Is really <laughs> well, now you can say that because they don't really sell them new anymore. Oh, there whatever. you have it, folks. You heard it here first. Exactly. The gold back. 
That's all right. They'll come back. I'm sure they can't stop. Once they remember how fun it is to build pedals, they'll go back to it. Yeah, I mean, it was just like a a, a for now. Yeah, it's a break. Why not? Actually, you can still you can still buy new from them. Their body mod, which I really like and kind of wanted to get, and their Reese Lightning, which is oh, a funny yeah. name. They got they got such good names. So good. Yeah. yeah, cool, creative people, always doing cool stuff. So it's awesome. Well, now that yeah. we're sad and everything, uh, Oliver, what are you drinking? Uh, Lagunitas Hazy Memory IPA. And the only and reason if, I remember that is because it's written on the can. Uh, if you could describe that in three words, how would you describe it? Um, armpit deliciousness. Oh, wow. Are you sure you're not drinking scotch? <laughs> hey, now, scotch is delightful. I love scotch. Yeah, of course. No, I don't know. I just always, I mean, I love IPAs, but for some reason, it just always kind of reminds me of an armpit. But, you know, hey, that's just me. Maybe I like <laughs> an armpit. So there we go. I mean, like those, those complex flavors really slow I, you down when you're consuming it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I I'm not particular. I will drink anything, like straight up anything. So, whatever. Yeah, fine for me. My husband always started drinking like the weird stuff in college because he realized if he bought like weird, dark, unique beer, that it wouldn't get stolen out of the fridge like the Miller High Lives would. That's smart. There He's you a smart go. man. He's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. I say about my husband. <laughs> awesome. oh, I love that guy. <laughs> Thank goodness, you know. Phew. That is good. Shoot. I mean, it's like I'm glad that I, I I just hope that people are getting past that weird boomer humor of like I hate my wife. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Those jokes are always so kind of you know I don't know. You know you're a redneck when you you know whatever so. Wow. Yeah, it's like at my bachelorette party, some drunk lady grabbed me at some point during the evening, and she said, "Don't." It's like, "Don't what? Get married?" I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ! <laughs> 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 like, Stop touching me! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Run! Run! Right. Go! I wonder He's what great. Yes, that could be too bad, right? Maybe she had. Don't a bad marry. Experience. Don't yeah. marry someone you hate. It's just I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna say it's easy. Just like maybe don't do that. I think also people, you know, there's like that kind of what they call it, like the honeymoon period or something, and they kind of rush into marriages, and then you don't know yeah. really what type of person you're dealing with until you give it some time. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, he did move in like three months after we started dating, but we waited three years to get married. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. But you never know, though. I mean, you could be even Russian and get married, like, on your first date with someone who's awesome. You don't know. Okay, yeah, but yeah. marrying a Russian is an entirely different thing altogether. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> the first is fantastic. Oh. All the cabbage, you, you, can eat, you know, all that stuff. Ooh. Them beets. Oh, Pujolsta, give me the beets. Exactly. Love them have you guys when i was sorry what have you guys been to russia no but my dad went to russia so when i was little he put my brother and i both in this uh program and it's inside public school where we took half our classes in russian every day my brother can still read cyrillic 
Uh, I cannot, I retain very little of it. My most vivid memory of Russian class, which I did for two or three years, was looking down at a bingo card. We were playing bingo in Russian, and it was all farm animals on the bingo card. And I'm just staring at it while the teacher's reading out these animal names in Russian. And I'm like, I'm not going to (laughs) win. I don't... I don't know any of these words. I remember Niet da Dosvidonia Drubridien Spasivan Pujolsta. That sounds fantastic. Yes, no, hello, goodbye, please, thank you. Oh, wow, that's great. There I you have, go. I have been not been to Russia. Oh, sorry, have you both been to Russia? I've been many times, or a few times at Ooh. least. Yeah, it's great. Ooh. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the train wild and stuff it's really cool yeah it's really my dad dad has a story about being at the airport and there were like slot machines at the airport he was coming home and he had some rubles left in his pocket and he's like well i guess i better just like put these in the machines he's like and i kept winning it was so stupid he's like i just want to get rid of these freaking rubles (laughs) no i don't want any of these that's pretty good (laughs) yeah yeah but andrew you've been to russia i know you would live in germany no yeah so i haven't been to russia uh the closest i've been uh, it would probably be the summer internship I spent in Poland. Oh, cool. Where in Poland? Kind of all over. We were uh, – the the home base was Bielsko-Biała. Um, spent a little bit of time in Krakow and um, a bit of time in Wuj. And then it was kind of just all over the country. Oh, cool. That sounds awesome. It was a good time. Um, yeah. But as you can imagine, they don't – they're not terribly fond of the Russians – so no, for sure. Yeah, a lot, all those bordering countries are not very fond of the Russians at all. It's a bit of a oh. sore spot. Mm. Understandable. And like, and stuff. The people are like ready to go to battle. Yeah, I worked with a woman from uh, the. She was from the Ukraine, and she was uh, basically evacuated from the Ukraine when she was very young. And since where she lived in the Ukraine has become Russia again, and she can't go back to Russia because they would revoke her American citizen or make her revoke her American citizenship. So she could never go back and see family. Yeah. Yeah. Mildly awkward. Places are really intense. I was in like Belarus and like this guy who was going to drive us over the border was, um, he was like, if he went over the border, that was like the one time he could go in 10 years or something. And so we were like, don't come over the border with us. This is terrible. Your one chance to get out of the country. Don't waste it on us. So uh, there's definitely some weird like oppression and stuff like that going on. Totally. That being said, St. Basil's Cathedral is the background on my computer. Oh, wow. Awesome. I've always wanted to go. Yeah. Now, you know, didn't retain any of the language, but there's still some good stuff there. Totally. I remember when I lived in New York, I was interning at the Beggars Group Matador Records. And that year they were having their Christmas party at a Russian bar. And I was only 20, but it was 21 to get in. And I really wanted to go in. I really wanted to go to the Christmas party. And I really wanted to do the uh, the vodka tasting, uh, which I, I, I missed because I got there too late. But uh, I was like, I was just, I called up my friend Miriam, who had been in Russia. And I was like, can you teach me like how to say like, is this where the Christmas party is? Where is it in Russian or whatever? And I cause I'm like, if <laughs> maybe the doorman is actually Russian. And if I speak Russian, he'll let me in without checking my ID. I'm sure and not. I go up to him. I say, and I say, however you said it, I'm like, uh, I mean, where's the Christmas party? And he's like, he looks at me. He just says, 
is upstairs. <laughs> and I say, Spasiba, Spasiba, Spasiba. <laughs> No, I, I hear I hear the winning move is to say, Ya machina. Just I am the machine. Anybody seen that sketch? No one wants oh, no. That sounds good. Uh no. there's this Okay, so hear me out on this one. There's this comedian named Brett Kreischer, I think is how you pronounce his last name. And he's this like overweight middle aged white dude that performs comedy without a shirt on. It's great. Oh cool. I'll write his name down. That sounds good. And he's got this sketch called The Machine about the summer internship he took in Russia where he ended up being a part of the Russian mafia. And it's one of those like you get done with it. Like, I don't know if I totally believe it, but there's enough there that's compelling. (laughs) Could be. They're probably not picky. When you're walking through the halls and stuff in Russia, like everyone's got that like black sweater and like a gold chain kind of thing on, you know? Right, right. Yeah, a stereotype it's, for a reason. Yeah, exactly. God, uh, but at this Christmas party, I got to watch my boss drunkenly explain uh, that she chose to eat the duck for dinner because when she was young, she went to a park and a duck terrorized her <laughs> at a park. Revenge. Yes, revenge. And then I saw Michael Stipe, and I was like, "Oh wow!" And then I went back to the dorm and was t- was trying to explain to people I saw Michael Stipe at a Christmas party, and everyone's response was. Who's that? Wait, is Michael Stipe a part of the Russian mafia? Oh. Yes, let's start that rumor right now. First. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The Athens, Georgia arm of the Russian mafia. It makes sense. Shiny, happy people. It's all about USSR's breakup and all sorts of stuff. Automatic for the people. Yeah. And uh, why else would he lose his religion if not to to join the KGB? Oh, so true. Damn, I think we're on to something collectively. <laughs> or is it just rumors? Who knows? And his orange crush is clearly his orange crush is clearly Donald Trump, another authoritarian leader. <sighs> there you go. All right. And time on <laughs> uh, So Emily, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking uh, some Bombay Sapphire Gin with a mixer uh, called the um I think it's called, I forget what it's called. It's from a company called Withco, but it's their botanical one. So it's very lavendery with a touch of lemon. I put it in my okay. whale shaped cocktail shaker, shook it up with some ice, got it real nice and cold, and uh, mm, 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 mm. delightful. Sounds fantastic. I love those mixers because I am, I am way too lazy to make a fancy pants cocktail. Oh, yeah. Chances are decent. I would definitely drink that. Yeah, when people can join each other again in each other's company, you should try it. There we go. All right. Well, uh, we'll put on the calendar for 2023. What are you drinking, Andrew? I'm having a riff on a Paloma in which I measured nothing. Nice. I've got tequila, squirt, and a grapefruit seltzer water kind of just haphazardly mixed in a pint glass with some ice. Nice. That now, fantastic. please turn up your volume. Uh, it's I. I'm. I'm. My volume is my input gain is dimed, so I don't know why it's coming through quiet. It's so quiet, dude. Is, is yeah. Oliver experiencing the same thing? Uh, I can go louder too. I got more input volume to go. Uh, Oliver is a great volume. I just you're quite quiet. I don't understand why sometimes you're like a very 
aggressive loud volume and sometimes it's nothing and it can be the same setting. It's so weird. No, I blame the internet. The internet. Dude, I thought you had that good, good internet. Uh, no, no, it's not. I have the good, good internet. Then why are you blaming it? Look, I work in IT. All I have to do is say, oh, yeah, it's got to be some, something that is up with the server. And then that just – I wash my hands of it. Oh, there you go. Say, so let me go talk to the server guy. Do we have a server guy? It doesn't matter. Give it 15 <laughs> minutes. When the issue goes away, suddenly people think that I fixed it. And then I get promoted. That's pretty much my day job. That's that was like when I was on vacation with my mom and – I was trying to torrent all of Sex in the City, and she kept complaining about the internet. And I'd be like, "Just go reset the router. Just go reset the router." And then she'd go to reset the router. I'd go and I would pause <laughs> the uh, torrent, and uh, then she'd be like, "Oh, that fixed everything." And then I would just do it again. I'm sorry, mom. I'm so sorry, mom. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Just so we're clear, <laughs> that's not actually what my day job is like. I, I swear, I'm more competent than that. But yeah, watch out. They might be like listening to your podcast and then they'll be like, hey, I have, there's, a, there's a couple of my coworkers who I am rather fond of that listen to this podcast. Oh, sweet. And uh, they know that I'm joking and we actually do have yeah. a server guy. He's awesome and is really good at his job. That's great. I am Thank not the server guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the server guy. You're not talking about yourself here, are you? I'm not. No, I am not the server guy. I'm the uh, conferencing guy. Yeah, you know, our marketing girl is just so good here. Damn. Our marketing girl knows exactly what she's doing all the time. Does she? She's so good. Oh, she's so good at marketing. So good at the SEO. Damn, good at them Facebook ads. Oh, Getting a five-cent cost per click. Oh, wow. That's cool. I don't know what that is, but that sounds good. <laughs> it's me. It sounds like we've been drinking. Why don't we hit our ads now that you guys are all convinced of how honest we are? There we go. Yeah, listen to these. Yes, but I'm shook. Uh, this week's sponsor is Spun Loud Effects, based out of our very own Seattle, Washington. I had Yay. a social distance uh, cider with Dan from Spun Loud Effects uh, a few weeks ago. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. And even more wonderful is the Blister and Peel Volume 2. It's a two-gain stage. He says overdrive fuzz, but I think even the overdrive basically gets into fuzz. Really, really a nice pedal. And it's Andrew's favorite color. It is. It is orange, which is pretty much all you need to know in order to convince you that you should buy it. It's orange. Therefore, it sounds better. Yeah, it's in one of those Gorva design enclosures with the oh, cut, wow. so it's not. Those are nice. Yeah, those are nice. Oh, I like was holding it, and I was like, "Wow, this is so nice." He's like, "Yeah, it's that Gorva enclosure." I'm like, "Damn, I've never seen." I don't. I think it's my first pedal in one of those um, S90 enclosures that they have. Yeah, I've got a couple of those enclosures, and I've always thought these are beautiful, and so that's cool yeah. that someone put a cool pedal in there. It's it's elegant even. I'm sure, yeah. All those smooth edges, like that's not the pedal enclosure of yesteryear, I'll tell you that much. Nah, this ain't your granddad's pedal no. enclosure. <laughs> not at all. This ain't your big muff. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
Nope. <laughs> Not the rat. No, it, no. But it's really, really nice. Uh, one side is based on the Electa distortion, and the other, is, and you crank that all the way, it's kind of turns into almost like an octave fuzz. The cool. other side is based on the Christian H. Bayes, B-A-Z-Z fuzz. Oh, cool design yeah oh cool christian pedals i love christian pedals yeah. yeah andrew loves christian pedals yeah if you thought the church was cool check out the pedals <laughs> so so now that we've established that I, I i'm incredibly shallow and i'm sold on the color alone i'm gonna put you on the spot and i'm gonna ask can i steal that pedal from you temporarily i have to film the demo of it first i really want to do right by dan so i'm working a little bit extra hard on it that's not, not that I don't always work hard on demos, Oliver. <laughs> no, whatever. I just kind of want to do like a cool intro with it and stuff because it's so diverse. Well, that was an excellent and compelling answer that didn't really answer my question. Can I steal it at some point? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. Okay, cool. Cool. Am I going to cool. get it back though? Because. I mean, I did say steal and I kind of left it nebulous on purpose. So we'll find out. Well, if I get the rooms to demo, you are not stealing it if you don't promise to give it back. I'm going to tell you that much. All right. All there right. All right. I need it. <laughs> we'll send it to you for sure. All right. So okay. now that we're done with ads, I have some questions that just need to be answered. And uh, All right. The, the first one right off the top of the list is why is dying by audio the, the best way to die? I have no idea, man. You tell me. I think uh, maybe, um, you know, why not, right? I mean, I always thought if to die would be the best way to be like jump off something really tall so you'd have the moments to like think this was a really bad idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess it sounded cool to die by audio. So I was like, yeah, that sounds like a good way. I don't know. I'm kind of and, aren't you, and aren't you in the loudest band in New York? So don't you try yeah. really hard to cause but death by audio? I guess so. Yeah, try to you know push yourself to that limit of I'll probably die by audio. I guess writing my own kind of uh, you know the future. For the listeners at home, what's your band's name? A place to bury strangers. Ah, yeah, I'm sure, your, I'm sure I'm sad some of your records. Could be. Probably. Yeah. I have That's lots fun. of great noisy stuff. Are you still the loudest band in New York when Dinosaur Jr. is in town? Of course. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah, but no I mean, Dinosaur Jr. was definitely one of the loudest shows I've ever seen. At least yeah. when I can remember that. I remember that I went to the show at the Boathouse in Norfolk. Uh, Virginia, and there was this band on, and they were so f-ing loud. It was just insane. And I'm yelling into my friend's ear, like, hey, man. you know, we couldn't even talk to each other. And then Dinosaur Jr. came on, and they were like 10 times as loud as them. So, <laughs> I think the loudest I've ever heard a show was uh, when I saw Subtract at Bonnaroo. Oh, and wow. it was just the bass. Like, I thought I was going to barf. It was so much bass. I had yeah. to leave. I've never had to. I've never had to leave because I thought that the music was actually going to make me seasick. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was still awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm that first of track that. record. 
uh, you know, playing shows or otherwise, you know, you would just be kind of like feel bored or you're just standing around in like what you would imagine as your living room or something. So if things are crazy loud, like you don't know where the show's going and you don't know what's about to happen. So uh, it's thrilling. It is thrilling. That's a great way to describe it. I'm, I really miss uh, going to thrilling shows. I know, right? I keep on thinking, should I buy some like battery powered PAs or a generator or something and throw shows around here? But I don't know. We'll see. What would the regulations be about that? I think they'd just be like, who cares? Because <laughs> there's like, you know, it's just mayhem on the streets in reality around here because of, you know, nobody wants to like seriously, you know, mess with people or anything like that. And things are kind of like in a really weird, you know, situation where people are kind of like, fed up with the situation of stuff and kind of just barely kind of getting stuff together as much as they possibly can. It's like, there's all these regulations and stuff in New York of like what you need to do to open up your business and do all this stuff. But, you know, I talk to other business owners about this and they've never even heard of such things and stuff. So I think it's sort of a free for all. Yeah. It's uh, and the last thing you do, especially like, like my mom was just on a plane and the guy behind her didn't want to wear a mask. And uh, she asked the flight attendants, like, was there anything you can do? Like, and they basically said, well, the thing is, like, if we keep pushing people, we don't know if they're going to start spitting on us and coughing on us on purpose or like hitting and stuff. So it's kind of like this thing where, yeah, there are rules, but what are they? Nobody wants to to enforce them because you don't know how the people are going to respond. I mean, just today, like a black guy got a gun pulled on him because he was shaming people for not social distancing on a patio. And a guy just pulled a gun on him. When there was the smoking ban in New York, some bouncer asked some guy to like not smoke in the place. And he got shot and killed. God, over a cigarette. I mean, I don't like to come between smokers and their cigarettes. That is pretty scary. Yeah. Not recommended, but also <laughs> shouldn't be lethal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Not, not a death sentence kind of thing. Yeah, not a terminal not... crime. Yeah. Well, wow, that was heavy. That's the truth. Like, who wants to tell these people? Like, you already know they're kind of, like, got a screw loose or something if they're, like, getting crazy without their mask on or something. So... You know, I don't know what makes sense. You know, I've kind of thought about that for a while, like walking around, like, should I just hand out masks to people? But (laughs) then again, you know, who knows? Like, there's those people who are just like, you you know, they take offense to it or something. And I don't know. Yeah, people are unpredictable. And that is, you know, just humanity a little. Yeah. Yeah. But. So, um, didn't you guys used to have like a was it a, a, a warehouse space in Williamsburg where you did we, live shows? Yeah. 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 It was audio. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was incredible. I mean, just all the incredible artists that like kind of came through there and just having a venue at your house is wonderful. I would suggest it for anyone. You know, there's always <laughs> like crazy stuff going on and like, you know, there's definitely times where you're like, what a, what is happening here? But whatever, you know, all the broken glass and fist fights and whatever are all like, you know, an annoying noise are worth it for all the, the benefits of, 
you know, wild, crazy shows and weird things that you never would have seen anymore. And, you know, meeting people that you maybe would have never met and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the stuff you remember. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Nice. So, um, normally we ask this early in the show, um, but what's what's new with you? I hear y'all have a new pedal. We've already been talking about it. <laughs> we have that pedal. Yeah, that pedal rooms. I guess it came out. I don't remember the um, earlier this year. So that pedal is exciting. It was like a pedal. I'm like a reverb fanatic. So um, uh, it was just a pedal that I'd had on my pedal board, and was like constantly redesigning for maybe like two years or something. And then once it seemed like we kind of had something that was really good, it was uh, time to release the pedal. Yeah, and is, is it your first? Am I wrong in thinking that it's your first pedal that has like mostly digital controls? Or it's not digital controls, but it's all uh, it's a totally digital pedal. And yeah, so, I'm sorry, that's what I mean. Whatever, I totally, there is a it, it does have like a digital you know, switch or whatever for the program change or something. But that's, uh, you know, a very minor part, which is just digitally controlled analog switch. But um, it is, yeah. And so for like, I don't even know how long, I guess for the same amount of time that that pedal's kind of been started for maybe like two years or something, I was uh, working on that programming language for the uh, FV1, um, which lots of pedal companies have kind of embraced and gotten into and, you know, I'm maybe one of those people who, you know, doesn't always jump on some of those trains as they come about, but um, it seemed pretty exciting and lots of people have done lots of cool stuff. So figured why not? And I know it especially has Andrew and I excited about this, it that it has a left and right out. Stereo always yeah. a win for me. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if people don't know the experience of like a stereo setup, it's so incredible. And um Oh, totally. You know, I mean, it's it's life-changing. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, you have two ears or a lot of us do, and um I think that that really kind of takes things to the next level here and things like bounce back and forth and the depth and all of that. And so, um you know, I used to do all this kind of stuff where I would program all sorts of different like rack units to do all these things and bring them on tour. And, uh, it was just nice to be able to, you know, bring the whatever these years and years of kind of like programming this stuff and be able to build an effect that actually does all that stuff that I wish all of these units had always been able to do. Nice. Yeah. So, so it's based on you're so you're running off of the FV1, right? Yeah. Are you running yeah. two FV ones then? If it's in if it's in stereo, or did you manage to sort it out how to do that out of one chip? It's all just done with the one chip, and so it has stereo ins and outs, and people can use it in all sorts of different ways. And you know, depending on how you program it, it can have you know different things talk from the left and the right inputs and go to the left and the right outputs respectively. And so, um, you know, there's just lots of sort of like these kind of like tricks that I would always use in doing like recording mixes, mix downs and stuff or like mastering for bands and all of these things kind of put in there that maybe people don't usually use to kind of do like wide stereo spreads and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I was able to do all of that and, um, you know, 
just because I'm a stereo fanatic. I've always played with like two amplifiers, like super far apart. And um, that's just, I think, where the ultimate sound is at. Yeah, I think we can both get behind that. Or oh, all three absolutely. of us, I should say. Yeah. yeah, no, I've been I've been having fun for years now trying to run like wet dry wet rigs. Oh um, yeah, cool. And 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 or wet dry wet dry rigs. Yeah. Oh, there's the there's a the bell. There was the bell. I don't know where that was coming from. An iPad or something like that. Should I think I, that means yeah, something. Should I be salivating? Is let's celebrate. Hell yeah. Cheers. <laughs> um I love, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, multi-amp rigs are always like one of my favorite things. Uh, like yeah. I can, you, you can always make cool stuff out of one amp, but the possibilities just immediately expound adding a second amp. You throw in a third amp. Oh yeah. We're going sure. with gas. It's incredible. Straight we, propane. It's so true. We used to do this thing. I used to carry around a, um, a cassette of drums in my car when we would like, if the drummer couldn't make it to the show, we would bring all the amps that we had and then run the drums through some of the amps. And so often it would be like 12 or 15 amps or something. And it sounds insane. It sounds really good. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. That's awesome. One, even that thing, like that whole multitude idea or whatever, like if you even record a guitar and put like 15 microphones on it or something, it sounds insane, massive as well. Yeah. I mean, same with multi-tracking vocals or, or anything. Just more, is, more, more is better. Is better <laughs> more than people pretend, pretend it is. Yeah. So I, I'm sure you've been asked this question a lot. Uh, but I mean, it's just, it's one of the standout features for me on looking at this thing and it's, it's mode number six, the gong mode. Sure. What in the freaking world are we, are we looking at here? Cause I am, I'm so like, I, I'm sitting here like almost giddy just thinking about it. So it sort of does this kind of thing where it like the, um, the one, knob. uh, like fades between it being like useful and unuseful if you're trying to play notes along with people. So it kind of like fades between like a sort of an alias or kind of like bit crusher to the other side, which is right. like a ring modulator. And that's oh. what it does just to the reverb effect. And it just sounds insane. And so wow. just inspired, you know, it sounds at times like a gong. That's one of the most exciting sounds of it. So, um, yeah, it's just nuts. And, um, that's either, you know, if you want to play along with your band in the same key or not, either, you know, fades between that being one of the uses or not, but the same kind of like just totally destroyed, awesome reverb sounds. Was that a question from Noah, Andrew? Uh, it very well could have been. I don't know. I've been, you know, look, doing a little bit of research and that just by far like the other the other modes are super rad and there's some really cool stuff in here but that but one like particular gong, you know there you go come on are like, you intrigued <laughs> i'm incredibly intrigued like there yeah you go. like on the list of like cool like reverb mode names i would say i would put that like right above beer <laughs> there you go yeah that's a beer reverb sound mode that was a uh, empress i think Oh, what does it sound like? 
Yeah. I don't know because I haven't owned one. But no. the name is catchy. I got to say, I, I do like beer. So they've got me sold on that level. You think it's like a drunk beer or something? Or? All right, hold up. Now I'm utilizing the Google. Yeah, now we got to know. While Andrew is Googling, I'd like to take a second to shout out our Patreon program. If you like the show and want to support it with your money, uh, our favorite way to do that is via our Patreon program at get, uh, patreon.com slash get offset. And I want to shout out Patrick Pine and Pontius Helm. I'm so sorry if I said either of those names wrong. Uh, they are our newest patrons. So yay. Thank you. We love you. You helped make this show happen. Yay. Yay. Woohoo. So you all uh, are offset guitar fanatics? Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we both have a lot of offset guitars, but you know, it's just kind of a punny name. I'm a big Prince fan. The first Prince song I remember hearing was Get Off, which is, I was way too young to hear that song or see that video. It affected me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just a dad that likes puns. Yeah. He's oh. a pun. There you go. Might as well have been a sixty cycle pun. No, but you remember that get off set uh that get off video? I don't know if I've ever seen it. It was like a big Caligula kind of orgy. <laughs> I recommend it. I recommend the extended version. <laughs> Despite the Prince rap, or maybe because of it. Viewer oh, yeah. discretion is advised. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Come so on, Beer is uh, according to the EmpressEffects.com page, this beer is – here's the description. I'm just going to read it verbatim. This is the category where we we are putting the stuff that doesn't fit anywhere else. We're looking forward to expanding this mode by adding all sorts of weird modes. Currently, we've got a random glitch mode and a gated reverb. Ooh. These modes are not recommended for everyday, all-day excessive use. They're more Unless recommended – as a weekend indulgence, especially Maybe. if you're supporting a family. Well, if you're if you're putting the reverb on them drums, you better be getting a reverb. <laughs> oh my god! Is there anything more eighty sounding than gated reverb on a Lynn drum machine? Sounds so good. I don't know. I mean, it's a great sound. You, yeah, you throw in a, throwing a flange over the top of that, boom! Yeah. I would say that, like the Labor chorus. The chorus from a, a JC four twenty. That's pretty eighties. And the reverb, yes, that would be just the cure in a box. It's so good. Yeah. Oh man, I listen to the cure. Oh yeah. And now I want to listen to Lonely Island. So that tells you about our generational differences. Yeah. <laughs> old millennials versus young millennials. Yeah. Old. You're so old. Um, oh god yeah. wow that was really rude i know <laughs> well, it, you're so wise <sighs> yeah i said more wisdom yeah wisdom that's what it is would it be a proper episode of get offset if i wasn't borderline if not outright rude at some point yeah i mean i bet i can run a 5k faster than you that that is contemporarily true damn <laughs> Just contemporarily. What's your what's your fastest mile speed, Andrew? So if we're counting in high school when I was like 110 pounds. What? Yeah, I was around maybe 115. I don't know. Depends on whether or not it was raining outside. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> no, uh, I ran wow. cross country and track in high school before I got injured, and my mile oh, PR time was four minutes and fifty seconds. What? Damn, that's, that's very fast. It was Dang. fairly fast, but then I got injured, and now I uh, can no longer do that. That's like Roger Bannister fast almost. Yeah, that's no. so good. I mean, there was other guys on the team that could run faster. Yeah, I mean, I was not a fast cross-country runner. We had a beast of a cross-country team, which is probably why I overtrained, because I wanted to be oh. in with the big dogs. I wanted to be on varsity so bad. Mm. Yeah. Competition. The only varsity I was in high school was the uh, academic team. Yeah, I got a – my high school did, like, the whole, like, letterman's jackets and stuff. Uh, one of the high schools I went to, and I got a letterman's, like, patch for academics. And I just, like, why? I wow, don't know. that sounds weird. I've never seen a letter for academics. I, I never ended up getting a letterman's jacket. It just felt like a waste of 200 bucks. But Oh, it is a waste of money because if you wear it, like, the moment you're done with high school, you are an enormous loser. Like, that's just how everybody feels about it, right? I mean, depends on who you're talking about. What do you wear it ironically? I don't know. I didn't wear mine when I was in school. The high school I'm thinking of was like in a really small town in Central Coast, California. And it was like, you know, people would like just never leave the town. And they would always like after they graduate high school, they hold on to the lemons jacket. And then like they would go back like and watch the high school football team play on Friday nights. And they would wear their letterman's jacket in stands. And that no, was just that sounds about like thing. my town too, yeah. Yeah. Ohio. Yeah, I guess yeah. you had to buy a Letterman's jacket if you were planning on staying in town. Yeah, where are you from, Oliver? Fredericksburg, Virginia. I know nothing about it. Uh, it's like a Civil War town. Um, There's like a college, Mary Washington College. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, it's like right in between Richmond and Washington D.C. So it's like my that. brother worked at one of those Richmond theme parks for a while. Not Bush Gardens, but I guess it was probably Six Flags then. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember Six Flags down there, but yeah, maybe there is. Yeah, that could be. But um, yeah, I mean, you do just like drive around in the country and stuff. Oh, it's nice. It might have been King's Dominion. Oh, that that's right. Yeah, that's there. Yeah. Yeah, it's Bush Gardens and King's Dominion. That's yeah. a lot of theme parks. Yeah, well, you know, one's kind of all about beer, Bush Gardens, and the other one was all about like Yogi Bear or something. So different idea. <laughs> yeah, they had the the Hanna Barbera Land. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. hey, did they have? Did they have, did they have a replica? Did they have a replica of the Eiffel Tower there? They do. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I grew up near a theme park called uh, Kings Island, and there was a, oh. a little baby blue Eiffel Tower and we had the Hanna-Barbera land. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I remember I had a friend who worked at Bush Gardens and she said that in, in some of the, like the themed areas, they like had to wear bonnets and I felt so oh. bad for her. <laughs> she had to wear a bonnet to work. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing my like men's pleated shorts that are like a size too big. I quit, I quit that job over those damn shorts. If you live in, like, Williamsburg, Virginia, and you live in, like, the old town, you have to wear, like, period outfits all the time. I have been to Williamsburg when I was in the eighth grade. 
You have to like take a horse to like your garage, which has your car in it. Yeah, that was a strange town. It was kind yeah. of fun, but it was also kind of strange. Yeah, Ugh. and probably like tip your cap and say good day. Can I have some more mead or whatever? Ah, uh, yes, the mead. <laughs> the mead. Okay, yeah, mead but... would go well with his corn mash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can get behind mead. Oh God, I bought mead by accident. It's so. Gross. I don't even know if I've had meat. I'm sure I have, but like. It's, it's honey wine. So uh, it's really saccharine. Ah, uh, dang. I, I think it's delightful. And it's what I imagine Pooh Bear was actually having the entire time because let's be honest, in Winnie the Pooh, Pooh Bear is an alcoholic. He seems pretty drunk. Yeah. It's that was not honey, that was mead. Yeah, exactly. It was already honey wasted, wine. so I just dip in the hand in the honey jar. Right, like who who does that in a honey jar? Like you just gotta be blasted drunk to be like, oh, I'm just gonna stick my <laughs> hand in this honey and lick my hand, <laughs> <laughs> or have a very weird kink, I guess. <laughs> oh, what? I'm all out of I'm all out of honey pots. I I'm gonna have to go harass my friends to see if they've got any left. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I just just I need I just need a taste. I just need a taste. <laughs> It's just something to keep me straight, you know. Well, right, man, I know you got some in there. Come on, bro. Wait, do you think like the honey was like opium or something like that? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, like know. mead. It's mead. That's mead. All right, yeah. Well, why are you drinking mead? Like licking the mead off your fingers? That's pretty messed up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you got I, it. You're fixed. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so many questions. Some more like so many bad theories this episode. <laughs> Michael Stipe is a is a Russian agent. I think so. Yeah. Blue Bear is an Alki. So awful. Yeah. And the real yeah. question is which one were plausible? Pooh Bear being the Alki. I mean that's, yeah. that's we know that's the facts. I think Michael Stipe probably is a Russian agent, but I'm not positive. <laughs> I know that uh, we will never find out. I, I, I hear if you play REM songs backwards, it sounds like Russian. Oh. Oh. Wow. oh. How about it? That could be. Someone's Man. about to take some shrooms and play it all backwards. Like, whoa. Like, what in the world? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I listened to some whole episode, like some sort of like myth-busting podcast and they did a whole episode about like backwards messages in music and how sometimes backtracking is real, but usually like if it says, if you think it's saying hail Satan, hail Satan, it's probably not there. My buddy had this uh, farmer in the Dell record and I look for it on eBay often because uh, it was like, I don't know, the Fisher price farmer in the Dell. And yeah. it was like the farmer, he had like a pitchfork and a goatee. And if you put like your finger over the top of his hat, it looked like the devil, you know, kind of like two horns, you know, cause it's like a cowboy hat with the two sides. And when you played the record backwards, it was so scary. It would say, hack up your father, hack up your father. And it was like, <laughs> like I always am looking for that record. Cause I'm like, I want to hear it again because we used to play it when we'd be like, you know, up or something and just hanging out and wanted to show someone how crazy this was. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It sounded sure like it then. I don't know if it did. You know, that was a little while ago. But 
I know that there are some Prince songs with some some back masking. Oh, Prince does that? That's cool. He did it in Darling Nikki. It's pretty obvious that it's back masking. I think it's um let me look. Uh what's that yeah. song? What's she saying backwards in that? In what song? That like Missy Elliott song or something? Oh, yeah. she's saying you put your thing down, flip it and reverse it, but she's yeah. saying it backwards. Which is funny. <laughs> Uh, oh. on, on Darling Nikki by Prince oh, yeah. you hear the back mask is hello how are you I'm fine because I know that the Lord is coming soon coming soon coming soon followed by 37 <laughs> sorry I don't know why I'm just reading Wikipedia it just says followed by 37 Oz. oh wow oh man somebody counted them <laughs> I always thought it was so weird when someone would have all these like ooh ooh ahs in their song and then you would like there would be like the official lyrics somewhere from the band. Like I remember maybe reading some like Duran Duran lyrics or something, and they wrote down in the lyrics like ah 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 ooh 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 or something. I was like, What in the world? Is that like for real? Wow. I um, don't know. I just thought that was silly. But uh yeah, I guess people want to change of topic. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, topic. Do it. Uh, the She Shreds Band Memes 666 collaboration giveaway. Yeah. Well, how was that for you? Great. Yeah. They're so nice. Love She Shreds. So, yeah. That was good. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. They're so good. I can't wait to see what they're, what they got going up next. I was kind of helping them with their, with their site relaunch. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's just kind of what I do professionally is making sure that I've done a couple site migrations. So I'm like, hey, I'll help you make sure that all your stuff is in order. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, cool. Things, things, things break when you change URL domains and things. So for I sure. just like, I like it. I like being able to use the, the stuff I do for work every day, which, you know, isn't the most exciting thing at the party to, uh, to help the brands and the, companies and people right. I like. Yeah. yeah. That's always so that's good. Cool. That's all- uh, yeah. Well, Andrew, do you have anything else? I don't think so. I mean, I, yeah. I always have things, but I don't want to keep you for too long. I mean, it's what one in the morning there. Yeah. Whatever. Anything What's the good. fireworks situation? Right now there's no fireworks going on. And it's really weird because, um, it was insane on the 4th of July and just even this whole past month, it's just been like nonstop fireworks. I mean, it's like, it's awesome as a person, but I'm sure some people don't like it. But uh, on 4th of July, it was like, seriously, like a war was going off. It was so cool. Um, Just everywhere you would look, there were people shooting off fireworks in the streets, you know, like so dangerous <laughs> um, you know, it's like every which yeah. way. It was it was really cool. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to shout out while while you're still on the podcast? Um, no, whatever. I don't know. People be good to each other or something. Nice. Well, we're uh, check the show notes for links to everything Death by Audio. Um, Oliver, thank you so, so much for for joining us in for the sure. middle of middle of the damn night. Yeah. Um, and thank you both for only cussing four times. Hey, there we go. I'm to turn this around, and it's going to launch in uh, an hour and fifty minutes. 
<laughs> awesome. Thank this you so much. This is officially the fastest turnaround time we've ever had on the show. Fantastic. And if you're listening, please, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's been a minute since we've gotten a review. They really help us out. They are free to do. Please do that. Please, please. Pretty please. I don't want to beg, but it makes me very happy. And I kind of miss I kind of miss the more consistent flow of uh, reviews. And if that's not enough motivation, it doesn't make me happy. So if you needed like, you know, reverse psychology or some sort of like, I want to ruin Andrew's day. Also, just leave a review, but also make sure it's five stars because to do otherwise would be cruel. We won't read it if it's less than five stars. If it's less than five stars, I'm going to come over to your house and give you a little what's for. No, I'm definitely going to read it and then then cry in the bathtub. It's the truth. People don't realize, hey, bad reviews and bad comments are the ones that stick with you. So, Yeah, that's something that I've been trying to work past in therapy for a while. (laughs) I'm I'm not sure I actually will. I'm just trying to give people like a wide smattering of reasons to leave a review for both good and bad reasons. Now you you have to Yeah, good or bad, whatever it is you're thinking about, leave that review. Do it, do it, do it. Check us out on YouTube. Also... Yes. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Uh, so, thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. My name's Emily. My name's Andrew. I'm Oliver. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. And until next time, goodbye. Bye. One, two, three.